joining me. I hope you're well. I hope you're good. I hope all is good with you. And here's where you are. I want to kick off today's musing by reading a scripture from Revelation 12. Reading from verse 7. And this is one of those scriptures. I, I usually don't like reading Revelations or reading too many verses in it because I think sometimes... First of all, it's a very deep um, scripture. It's, um, you know, Revelations is a very complex chapter, but anyway, let's just read it. And sometimes, okay, when I read it, I'll explain what I'm trying to say. So, Revelation chapter 12, I read from verse 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, verse 8, and prevailed not, neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan which deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him, that is our brethren, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you having great wealth. Because he knows that he has but a short time. Now the verse that I want to zero in on is verse 11. Where he says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives unto death. In other words their natural life meant nothing to them. I want to muse today on the concept of overcoming and I think this is this is in tune with what we've been I've been reflecting on over the last few episodes talking about you know the fact that there is a contention between darkness and light in this world and that the life of a Christian is a life of persecution, is a life of trials, is a life of sorrow. It's also a life of victory. But a Christian is an overcomer. The concept of overcoming means that there is something you need to overcome. There's a contention. If everything was fine, there would be no need to overcome. Overcoming is something that happens to somebody that goes through bad, contrary situations, battles, challenges, oppositions. And then you overcome setbacks even. You know what I'm saying? That is what the Bible says. This is the account that was given in heaven about the followers of Christ. It says they overcame. Overcame means there was a contention. It means there were setbacks. There were things constraining. But it says that they were able to overcome all those things that came against them by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And it says they love not their lives. So these people were seriously contended against. Christianity is a battle of contention. Christianity is a journey of overcoming. Christianity is not a happy-go-lucky experience. And I will continue to say this on this musing to as many hearts and ears that need to hear it, including mine, because a lot of what we're being taught everywhere paints a contrary picture. 
but this is scripture. It says, and they overcame him. Who is the him? The enemy that was let loose upon the earth. And the Bible, the voice in heaven says, Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth, for the devil is come down unto you, having great anger, because he knows that he has but a short time. Even the angels in heaven had to contend with this same dragon and his angels. And he says they did not prevail. The same way Michael and his angels prevailed, like, um, had to contend with them. And they were able, they did not prevail. They overcame him. That is how we too, we also have to overcome him on this earth. In fact, he will be defeated in the three worlds. He will be defeated and cast down in heaven. He will be overcome on earth by the children of God. And Jesus Christ defeated him beneath the earth. But we, as Christians, we have to continue that overcoming. The angels have done their bit. They will help us too in our battle on earth. With the Holy Spirit is here with us. We overcome by the blood and by the word. Now, why I don't like reading Revelations is because, like I said, it joins times and sequences together. So, it talks about the casting away of the devil, which probably happened before Jesus came, because Jesus said, I saw Satan fall as lightning from heaven. So, verse um, 7 to 9, when there was war in heaven, happened before Jesus Christ came. Now, verse 10, when it says, Now is come salvation and the strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. That was with the coming of Christ. Verse 11, the overcame by the blood of the Lamb covers our period. So it joins the past, the present, and the future together, which can be very confusing. So, which is why I am careful to to read Revelation because I guess there's you know there's so much that we, we, we may not fully understand. But clearly, this entire chapter that I read is not just a chronology of events that followed. You know, we're still very much in the verse 10 people when he says he overcame with the blood of the lamb this is probably what is even going to be sent in the end of days when they are recounting what happened to all of us but he's giving this to us now as a foretelling of what is to come so that we know how we need to deal with the enemy while he's on earth we're not supposed to compromise with the world we're not supposed to blend into the world we are supposed to contend against the forces of darkness and overcome by the blood and the word and we're also not to love our natural lives on this earth until we leave this earth that is what the scripture says now the reason why i am musing on this this morning because god always leads me you know thoughts come up in my heart and the musing god always you know just makes me move in the flow he literally dropped this word overcome to me like five minutes ago and because i want to i need to keep reminding myself that the life of the christian is the life of the overcomer overcome means that there is a contention you don't overcome what you do not contend with it also, you also don't overcome something that is friendly with you. You overcome something that has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. You overcome something that is challenging the purpose of God in your life. You overcome a negative force. The Bible says we are overcomers. We're not supposed to sail through Christianity. Any overcoming, before you overcome anything, the thing is likely to press you, crush you. It's likely to 
you can you will not come out of it unscathed you know what i'm saying honestly anyways so i'll just read a few scriptures that talk about this entire concept of overcoming and there are many throughout the bible but i will focus on the new testament because it's important that we as new testament believers understand what the spirit is saying to the churches of now first john 5 4 because what he said to the children of israel in their own time was for them to just go into the promised land it was a different mandate but the mandate to those of us who are in christ jesus is a mandate of contention and overcoming by the blood and by the word so i searched into scripture or rather i searched online rather for all the scriptures around overcoming in christ and dailyverses.net was the what came up on the search engine first of all again beauty of the internet thank god god bless all those people all the people who put godly content on the internet for those of us who need it so first john 5 4 says for whatever is born of god overcomes the world and this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith so revelations 12 had told us that we overcome by the word by the blood and the word of their testimony first john 5 4 makes us understand that it's not just testifying by the word but it is having faith in that word as we also know that it is the doer of the word um that is blessed and not just the hearer only so it says whoever is born of god will overcome the world and this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith so it is faith in the word of god that enables you and i to overcome the world of word of god and that everyone that is born of god must overcome the world it's not optional it's not for the apostles alone it's not only for the scholars for the prophets for the apostles for the teachers anyone that is born of god whatsoever is born of god must overcome the world okay it didn't even say must says whoever is born of god overcomes the world is a given it's one overcoming the world and being born of god goes together okay first corinthians 15 57 says but thanks be to god which gives us the victory through our lord jesus christ again god gives victory over it because there is a contention because there is a constraint and a limitation god will not give victory victory is what you get when you you have gone through something okay and then Romans 8.37 says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. This was where Paul was talking about where neither death nor life, nor things present, nor things come, nor principalities, nor tribulation, nor nakedness, nor peril, nor sword. He was talking about all the things, persecutions that he had faced. And he said, you know, in all of these things, he's more than a conqueror. So Paul knew what it was to contend with the world system. The world system contended with him and he overcame through faith in the word of God. First John 4, 4 says, ye, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So, if we look at Revelation 2, Revelation 2 showed us how the devil was cast out from heaven and sent down to the earth, and how there was rejoicing in heaven because his place was no longer found. But the angels in heaven were now warning the inhabitants of the earth that, look, this man, he has, we, are, we have vacated him from hell. But you need to be careful. He's coming down with his people and he's coming with a great anger because he knows his time is very little. 
But then the Bible goes on to say, but they overcame him. In other words, despite the fact that the dragon came down, was cast down to the earth and came down with his angels in great wrath, ready to devour as many as he could get. He says some people were able to overcome him by the blood of the Lamb, because the only authority that we have is by the shed blood anyways, and by the word of the testimony of God. The blood and the word. That dragon is still on earth. He's roaming. The Bible says he's walking around, seeking whom to devour. Paul made us aware of that. In case we are wondering whether that casting down is not talking about our time. As of the time of Paul, yes, he was already lurking around. He was, of course, the one orchestrating all of the persecution, everything that came against the early church. And they overcame him. The gates of hell do not prevail against the church, which is why we are here today. And the Bible testifies that they overcame him. They overcame, the, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. That is the template for overcoming the devil. And the Bible says that whosoever is born of God must also follow in this overcoming path. Overcoming the world. Overcoming the devil. And this is an intentional, this is not something that is bestowed upon us just by salvation. Because it says overcame him by the blood, yes, that is what we get by salvation. But the word of his testimony is what we get by renewing our mind and standing and walking in the dominion of Christ. A failure to walk in that path of the word of his testimony means that I have submitted. It means I have been overcome by evil rather than overcoming evil with good. Whether I see that way or not, that is what that is the spiritual implication. So, 1 John 5, 5, it says, Who is he that overcomes the world but he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God? So, I think one thing we just need to realize here, that I, and I include myself in this, is that the world needs to be overcome. I think there's a perception that we think that once we get saved, we have overcome the world. Yes, to some extent, we have overcome death. We have not yet overcome the world. Overcoming the world is a daily affair. Because we are living in the world. And the Bible says the things that are in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Those things are not things that are taken care of by the blood of Jesus during salvation. Because they come at you every day. As long as you're in the world. So those are the things that we have to overcome daily. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. We also need to overcome things like the deceitfulness of riches, the cares of this life, the lust of other things entering in, the thorns as described in the parable of the sower. And of course, we need to overcome the devil himself and his works. Everything that they construct. So Jesus says here in Revelation 3.21, To him that overcomes will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and I am set down with my father in his throne. So what this means is that there are some people that we overcome and there are some people that will not overcome. So while most of us, including myself, thought at one time that once you are a Christian, 
that means you have overcome and you will be you will be granted to sit with with, with God with Jesus on his throne. No. Jesus says it is those that overcome by the blood and the word of their testimony. Those who overcome the world system are those that he will grant. It is bestowed to sit with him on his throne. It is not automatic. He says, even as I also overcame. You see, this language is very deliberate. So he's saying it like this so that because we saw how Jesus overcame, it was not automatic also. It was a journey of overcoming the enemy throughout his lifetime until the death. And it was after all of that that God then set him on the throne, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. It's that same journey, taking up your cross, denying yourself overcoming the world system, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Jesus himself, as we saw, went through that temptation with the enemy in the wilderness. The lust of the flesh when he told him to eat the bread to satisfy his own hunger. The lust of the eyes when he said, see all the riches of the world, that they are all mine. If you bow down, I'll give it to him. The pride of life when he said, you, um, 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 when he said, cast yourself down, the angels of the Lord will save you and even after that Jesus continued to contend and overcome the enemy in the lives of other people and also in his own life as well still in Revelation 3 verse 5 Jesus says he that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels now this is very important this is important because he is now telling us that specifically what the people that overcome he will give them and for him to say he will not blot his name out of the book of the of life means that there are some people whose names will be blotted out so a failure to overcome or yes or a submission to anyway i will explain what that scripture is saying by reading another scripture let me just go there now so this is Romans 12, 21. It says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So it is possible for believers to, to be overcome by evil. It's still the same word overcome that we're hearing. It says we need to overcome evil with good. So in that vein, anyone who doesn't overcome or is overcome by evil, or any believer that is overcome by evil does not overcome, is unable to overcome and is actually overcome by evil and I think the overcoming that Christ is talking, that God is talking about here is not people, you know, suffering sickness or that kind of thing, it means people who they just became overcome by the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life in other words, the world system they, they submitted to the enemy they compromised in terms of works of the flesh in terms of sin in terms of iniquity in terms of worship of idols and false gods and and just everything that is contrary to righteousness to faith to sound doctrine you know the opposite of the works of the spirit they went the other way in other words they just decided if you can't beat them join them those are the people that jesus is talking about in revelations 3 verse 5 and he says that you know he says those that overcome he when they he, he will clothe them with white raiment and he will not blot their name out of the book of life and he will confess his their names before his father and before the angels 
So, four things that Jesus is going to bestow to the people that overcome. He will give them white robes to wear when they get to heaven. He will also not blot out their name from the book of life. Three things actually. And he will confess their name before his father and before the angels. The most important of those three actually in my view is not blotting their name out of the book of life. But there's some people that he will blot their names out. Because he will not say, he will say not blot out their name if they were not people whose names were going to be blotted out. But I don't even want to dwell on the blotting out issue because that's a separate thing. I think that's a separate conversation for another musing of another day. It's the overcoming that I want to think of us realize. And another scripture says, Brethren, do not think it strange concerning the things that will happen unto you because so have your brothers gone through the same thing around the earth. Persecution, trials, challenges, sorrows, pains, griefs, turmoils are part and parcel of the work of the disciple of the disciple of the path of the disciple why because there is a contention between darkness and light on the earth it is not a perfect world we are not in heaven the god of this world small g is the devil and his cohorts says that we will overcome him by the blood of the lamb by the word of our testimony it is an intentional overcoming and that's why the bible says he that warreth does not entangle himself with the affairs of this life we are at war for jesus to be saying he that overcometh it means overcoming is the end game Overcoming is the end game. And any soldier that is at war knows that he's at war. You don't fight a battle unknowingly. No. Battles are won with strategy, with tactics, with deployment, with preparation, with armor. That's why we are referred to as soldiers of Christ. That's why the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God in Ephesians 6 that you may be able to stand in the evil day. And having done all to stand. He says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against wicked spirits in the heavenlies. We are in a contention. The Bible also says, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Jesus says, he that overcometh, will I grant to sit with me on my throne. Even as I also overcame, and God granted me to sit on his throne. The expectation is for us to overcome. To overcome evil in our lives, in our environment, in our society. You cannot overcome what you do not contend with. You cannot con- overcome what you do not confront. You cannot overcome what you do not seek to challenge and destroy. Sitting on the fence as a Christian, looking for the easy way out, is not the path of the disciple. It is not the path of a soldier. It is not the path of an overcomer. We are overcomers in Christ. And this is not about winning houses or lands. It is about overcoming the devil. Overcoming the world system. 
overcoming the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. This is spiritual overcoming. It's not a material overcoming. May the Lord bless the reading of His Word. May He cause His Word to germinate in our hearts and in our lives. May He go and bear forth fruits right now on every heart that is listening and cause us all to understand the truth that He's sharing with us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your word that has come even to me. Help me to understand it even better as I reflect on your words today. Help me to know that the life that I live in this earth is about overcoming the world, overcoming the devil, overcoming the enemy, and overcoming by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. And that I should not love this natural life even until my death, my passing of my body. Jesus name.